This is Richard Cloutier Reports on 680 CJOB. State of the art are self contained um, uh, telemetered stations that uh, uh, automatically report water levels at a number of important points throughout the white shell. And uh, we don't have those. Daniel Klatz from the White Shell Cottagers Association from earlier this morning on 680 CJOB. A um, handful of low-lying cottages in and around the White Shell may be at risk of flooding. The interesting story here, though, is in 1997, uh, there were problems, of course, south of the border with uh, water measurements for river levels. Uh, 2011, we found the same problems. And Klatz telling us that a lot of um, the technology used is um, still homemade on docks. Let's get a little deeper into this story. Alan Roberts joins us now on 680 CJOB from the White Shell area. And Mr. Roberts, uh, you've got that that engineering background, correct? That's right. So when we ask you the question about modern technology applied to measuring the lakes and, and forecasting, how much is actually used in this area, in the White Shell, versus the well, what does it look like, Alan? And is the water high or not? <laughs> well, it's it's definitely not the latter. Uh, it's pretty basic technology, uh, but there is uh, fixed uh, level monitoring stations on on certainly on the more populated lakes uh, that are used, but a manual uh, measurement or mon- manual monitoring, and then relay that information to. Uh, to uh, MIT Central here in Winnipeg, where they uh, they do the modeling of uh, forward-looking uh, expectations and that kind of thing. Are we doing the best that we should? Are we applying technology to the lakes in the area, because you know this area, um, where we can predict with certainty in this in this because you know the lessons of 97 and 2011 was use the technology and i'm just wondering if we're not only have the technology using the technology and uh adhering to the technology uh no we do not have the technology uh we uh just formed this committee uh, two years ago after the flooding situation in 2014 uh, and one of our priorities, just just one of the priorities, was uh, to modernize the uh, monitoring systems, particularly on the the more populated lakes, and and those lakes with uh, control structures on them, of which there's uh, I'm not sure half a dozen or thereabouts uh, with adjustable control structures, uh, and those have not changed uh, since then. Although a couple of those those which had fallen into disrepair have been put back into use uh, and are uh, providing service now. So what's the risk here then? Well, actually, the risk is not so much from technology as it is from outdated infrastructure. Uh, most of our infrastructure for water control is in, well, was constructed in the late 50s and early 1960s. And uh, well, the conditions have changed in terms of precipitation levels, and uh, some of these uh, facilities have worn out. Uh, a few have been maintained and upgraded, but uh, some of those, and in particular those on Falcon Lake, uh, were constructed of wood at the time, 
those have decayed to a fairly large extent and also have suffered from uh, subterranean erosion, typical of a, a dam facility where water pressure will percolate through the soil underneath the structure and uh, and destabilize it, and that has happened at Falcon Lake. Mr. Roberts, are you telling us that we have flood control structures in this province, in particular in Falcon Lake, that are made of wood? Yes. Uh, there is uh, now, uh, and was initiated last fall, a preliminary design study for the replacement of that. But uh, from our perspective, it has come rather late in the game. And, uh, well, we would have preferred to have had that in place uh, some time ago. How many other pieces of wood are out there trying to hold back water? Oh, uh, none that are causing problems. Uh, The only one that is causing problems is the Falcon Lake uh, control structure. And if... That isn't working properly. What could happen? Well, uh, the current situation where we have water levels that are approximately uh, 10 inches above, above above what we consider to be flood level uh, is what would happen, and it can get worse. In 2014, it was considerably worse than it is now, which is what prompted uh, WCA to, to formulate the Levels Control Committee that I chair. It's on the radar of government, but obviously things are slow, and usually governments won't make decisions unless there is a disaster in the making or after the disaster. That's Uh, right. uh, What's your sense here as far as how quickly this is going to get moved on? New government on, on Broadway, probably hearing this for the first time now, you'll have to brief them on this, but... How urgent of a matter is this for the folks in the Falcon Lake and the White Shell region? Uh, certainly for Falcon Lake, uh, it's an uh, extremely high priority. It's, uh, it's partly a water level issue, uh, which uh, affords some uh, cottagers access uh, if, it's, if it's high enough. But is that and wood decaying structure uh, linked to the high water levels? The, the fact that that thing is not working as well as it should be, is there a direct link between that and, and the higher water levels? Uh, no, there's not. That's just age and uh, maturity, basically, and the erosion of the subsoils underneath it. Underneath it. it has been evident uh, from the water levels records, though, if you go back, going back to 1995, that Something needed to be done, and uh, it has taken this long for it to come to the fore. Another aging infrastructure story. Yeah, I know. Tell us something that we don't know in this province. Richard Cloutier reports on 680 CJOB.